When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is an Ian special report. Now reporting. Baby bottle pop. Ian's at six. When the clock struck six, it meant one thing. Baby bottle pop. Now, from the ESPN New York News Desk, here's Anthony. Anthony. Let's go to Anthony. Anthony. Well, thank you, Jacob. Thank you very, very much. And I'd like to say good evening, everybody. And welcome to ENN. ENN tonight presented by D'Agostino and Associates. Oh, yeah, Injury I'm a fan. firm. Oh, how could you not be? 888-24-LAW-24. Bite back. Murder. I would like to start off, if I can, by saying good evening to Don. No, I wasn't thinking about him because it's 2023. Oh, Richard. That was a special call. <laughs> Hi, Peter. Toilets are meant for pooping. Oh, so we had a clean, clean day? Clean day. Yeah. Well, I, I did. I dropped a lot of gems. That that could have been a point god for today. It was so good from yesterday. It really, you know what? It was a great point. Thank you. God. Thank you. And uh, hi, Dave. You want to see the matter? Tremendous. A little bit of business, guys, before we get uh, started here on ENN. Listen up, baseball fans. ESPN oh, you, New York are you is doing giving my job? you the chance to score an amazing road trip and travel Sky. with the home team when New York visits Philadelphia. You and a guest could catch a game and enjoy round-trip train tickets, two-night hotel accommodations, and 200 bucks in spending money. For official rules and to enter, visit the ESPN New York app and click on Travel with the Home Team. It's all brought to you by the engagement experts at London Jewelers. So, Foggy London Town. That, that's, yes. Going to London. Peter, you should be excited. The Celtics say Coach Joe Mazzula will return next oh, season. No, you're wrong. That doesn't excite me at all. He's a terrific leader, Celtics President Brad no. Stevens said. And he'll only get better at anything that he can learn from this year because he's constantly trying to learn and he's accountable. Peter, is that the impression that you got with Joe Mazzula this year? Um... I mean, I can't speak on, uh, on whether or not he's accountable. I know we played the one presser where it sounded like he wasn't. Then there are others where it sounded like he was. I just don't dig his vibe. And the bottom line is this is a talented team that did not play a good brand of basketball throughout the playoffs. And in the end, disappointed. I mean, the fact of the matter is if they had lost to Philly in the conference finals, I probably feel a little differently, guys. Uh, or if they lost to a healthy Milwaukee in the conference finals. But to lose to the eight seed and win one game on your home court to me is a failure, a dereliction of duty, professional malfeasance. Malfeasance. So, no, I'm not thrilled with that. Don, you're not surprised, right? Since they came back from 3-0 down to make a series. I, I, just, I got a, I, You talk about vibes. I just got the vibe that they didn't really want to move on. But, yeah, you could say, great job forcing a Game 7. That Game 7 was putrid at home. Not they, they made a point, Peter. You saw the, the pregame speech. Like, Don't go out there and have fun. Like, when something doesn't work that poorly, oh, I, 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 I can't see both sides of it, but I can understand Peter being very upset. Well, there's been some 
could have gave Monty Williams like whatever. You, what, what did they give him? Six years, I'm a so billion dollars. Six years, seventy-eight point <laughs> five million to coach the Pistons. Yeah. Now Monty Williams, who was the sure. Suns' head coach, sure. I would say a downgrade. No, maybe you get the security of being in Detroit, where there's not a high expectation at the moment. So, well, not to mention he's literally he can literally buy a home the size of the Palace in Auburn Hills. I mean, he's he's going to be the richest man in, well, in, in in Michigan. Let's be honest, Peter. If for some reason Cleveland did ex- didn't exist, they would write that very same song for Detroit. I think John Har- uh, Jim Harbaugh would have something to say about being the richest man in Michigan. But um, largest coaching deal in one. NBA history wow. for Monty Williams. That's weird. Isn't it weird? I guess I it's the 78.5. Five. Five. Would you put him in the top five, Peter? <laughs> no, but I think he's very good. <laughs> no, I, I, I know. And, and you know what? I guess what you want to do... God, they were so they were so deserving of the first overall pick and... That is a good basketball town. It's a good sports town. Lions are on their way up. Detroit's the Tigers are actually playing better. Red Wings got a future, but the Pistons, man. And Monty Williams can coach. We know that. I mean, it may not have worked out with KD and Chris Paul, but I mean, wasn't he a coach of the year not too long ago? Was one of the top yep. three mm-hmm. in win percentage over the last three years because all three of those coaches got I, fired I thought, this year. I thought that was. It's a battle for me between Budenholzer and Monty Williams of who got the more raw deal. You know, I'd say Monty Williams. Monty didn't have a healthy CP3, and he was still adjusting to the team sort of changing now with KD there. Um, but at the same time, Budenholzer had that team so dominant for the last five years. They win their division every year. They're arguably the best team in the NBA almost every year. They have a title out of it. I, I, both are tough. Hmm. Guys, have you been seeing what's going on in Vegas with Jimmy G? I think we talked about yeah. it a little bit on the show, right? Yeah. You mean I, all, all I know is he's there, and I know that uh, Thomas Brady is now in, in ownership. So this is what's interesting about it, Peter. So in Jimmy G's contract, there's a clause about an injury. Now, apparently, Jimmy Garoppolo got surgery on his ankle. And if he doesn't make it through the 2023 season healthy, his contract could be voided. And there's a chance that, of course, then he wouldn't be the Raiders quarterback going forward. Now, some believe... That because Tom Brady took a minority ownership stake in the Raiders, this is his way of once again finding a way to get Jimmy Garoppolo to not play quarterback <laughs> for a football team. Well, Tom Brady was on SI Now earlier. Okay. Was that what the... Who was the was that with Robin Lumberg? Yeah, I was going to say, is that a Lumberg vehicle? I don't know who he was on with. Oh, it oh, is. Look oh, at that. We Jacob got confirmation. Robin Lumberg. Good that's, for Robin. You know what? That's a good get, Peter. You think? That's yeah. an ESPN. That's we've, an ESPN we've never, we've ne- alum. We've never sniffed a, a Brady. I think I think that might be the second time I've seen him have Brady. Couldn't even get Jim Gray. You think we can get Brady? Anyway, are you going to play again, Tom? I'm certain I'm not playing again. So I've tried to make that clear, and I, I hate to continue to profess that because I've already told people that uh, lots of times. But I'm looking forward to my, my broadcasting job at Fox next year. Um, I'm looking forward to the opportunity ahead with the with the Raiders, and we're in the process of that, along with the other different things that I'm a part of professionally and in my personal life, just spending as much time with my kids as I can and seeing them grow up and support the different things that they have going on. And that's a very important job, and I take them all pretty seriously. You buy that? I, I mean, I do. I, I, I Listen, it's a fun story. It's a really fun story, and obviously the guy has not had an easy time uh, letting go here but I don't know Don you know another an, more time off more time where he's not playing he's not going to be practicing he's not going to be a part of a team it would be a really elaborate way 
to end up on the field again. I, I just don't think he would have had to do that. I yeah. think he could have just told Tampa, I'm done, and signed somewhere. But you know, it's one thing to say that on May 31st, because I guess that was yesterday that he said that. Or was it earlier today? I don't know. But you know, could things change, Peter, if, if Garoppolo can't go and he thinks he's getting the itch and wants to help the franchise he just purchased or has a hand in, a stake in? Now, the, the, only, the, the only time this has ever happened was back in 1978. Joe Pendleton uh, took over the Los Angeles Rams and guided them to the Super Bowl. Of course, that's in the movie Heaven, Can't, Heaven Can Wait, which is a very, very, very underrated sports movie. Warren Beatty, 1978. Great stuff. I would root for it to happen, honestly. I'm not, I'm not a big Brady guy. I'm, what a I'm story done. it would be. But it's, it's, it's too cool a story. It's too juicy, right? Jimmy just can't escape Tom. Can't do it. That would be also the kind of movie-esque, right, Poor Peter? Jimmy G. Poor Jimmy G. You're I mean, listen, he's doing Don't you feel bad for the guy? Oh, uh, yeah. What a, what, a, what a pathetic life. Hey, speaking of Tom Brady, uh, Robert Lundberg, of course... Being an ESPN 98.7 alum, asked about Aaron Rodgers joining the Jets. Let's hear what Tom has to say about A.A. Rodge. He's one of the great quarterbacks to ever play the game. So him going to a new place uh, with a new opportunity to go out there and prove himself, I think he's going to do a great job. It's a tough division they're playing in. They've got the Patriots. They've got the Dolphins. They've got the Bills, who have been great. It's always tough to bet against Aaron Rodgers, too, because of how uh, prolific he is as both a passer and he's a Super Bowl champion. So it's going to be a great division to watch. What's with the music? think they take after us i think they just post clips and like the like those interviews mostly like maybe robin somewhere has the whole thing but very often with si i feel like they just post clips well, I ask robin you, about the music i gotta tell you this, this whole story it, the, to me the lead is that that's a good job out of robin lumberg i'm happy for him absolutely all right he, he's gotten a few of those big ones well we take care i don't of know him. if you know this sports illustrated is a hell of a brand too but the only time i've seen it i'm not using this as an insult the only time i've ever seen it was at the airport Sometimes when the airport, it'll okay. be on. I've never sat home and watched anything. But don't go by me. Well, guys, we talked about the new kickoff rule and how much we hated it last week. Hated it. We are not the only people that feel that way. Patriots uh, Matthew Slater gave his thoughts. My understanding that uh, the powers that be think that this is going to improve player safety and health. You know, I'm just not convinced that our league is always going to do what's in the best interest of our players. Uh, I understand that we want to reduce head injuries and things of that nature, but we don't always act as if player uh, health and safety is paramount. Uh, We can talk about the Thursday night games, but we can also talk about the issues that our players experience once they leave the game. Why is it that we have to fight for health care beyond five years out of the game? Why is it that when players go to file for benefits in terms of disability, they're having to jump through hoops nonstop. Why is it that we're continuing to fight the battle that we're fighting about grass versus turf? I just don't believe that this is truly in the name of player health and safety. What is it in the name of? I I hear everything that he's saying, and and I do think the reason they go to great lengths for player safety in these spots is because of the things they're not doing. So they could say, hey, look, we, we care about player safety. We're getting rid of the kickoff. And most concussions come from from um, the wedge blocks and, and all that, and we're getting rid of it. But what is the motive? If, if it's not safety, Peter, then what is the motivation of the fair catch at the 25 and, and the elimination of the kickoff eventually? What is the motivation? It is player safety. It's bogus. It's ridiculous. But it is coming from that. Is, is Slater implying I, that... Peter, they just wanted to get rid of it, and they're saying that's, it's for that's, player safety. That's well, why I would think. you want to get rid of it? It's it's just, it, it's it's a thing you can get rid of 
that looks like you're doing something but really doesn't impact the game very much. Like, no one's going to cry about it that much. Oh, it looks like you're making right. a major change, but are you No, really? I, I agree with you. The motivation is they can shove Thursday night football down your throat, and when you say you, you don't care about player safety, they'll go, well, look at Exhibit A. We got rid of the kickoffs. Like, I agree that's the motivation from that standpoint, but it's still coming from a place of they've done the math, a lot of concussions come from there, but it's still coming from a place of player safety. It's just they're taking the 50th reason and making it out to be bigger than it is. But it's still about injury. I don't think why well, the, the kickoff returns aren't boring. They're not taking up any time. Like, I don't know what the other motivation would be, Peter. But injuries. It's just, it's, it's bogus. Matthew yeah. Slater, also a 10-time Pro Bowler as a special teamer. Yeah. I mean, it, it hurts what he does for a living and what makes him valuable to a team. So I could see it from that perspective. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Speaking of uh, friends of the show, friends of the program, ESPN alum, Ariel Helwani on his basketball show. What? Oh, yeah. Did we you have... know about this, Peter? Well, about what? About, about Ariel Helwani's basketball, basketball show? Basketball yeah, show. on Showtime. Well, guess what? You mm. know who was on there? KP, Chris Tapps Porzingis. I heard about this, yeah. Asked if he wished he had a better relationship with New York. Of course, of course. That's like, you know, that was like my first love, the city of New York, like playing in MSG. So, of course, I have like this, not the best feeling, you know, when I get this so much hate. But as I said, it's better. And of course, I can understand now how the fans could feel that way for how they viewed me at that time. And then I asked for a trade, you know, and blew my mouth. And then, you know, I get painted as the as the villain, you know, and, and um it is what it is, and, and my career is moved in this direction, and I'm I'm good now in Washington. Sounds like a guy with some regret, no? Yeah. How could he not have some? I mean, no matter how you cut it, regardless of who it's directly related to or which spot particularly it's, it's directly related to, the bottom line is this is a guy who people really thought we were looking at, like, there were people who, okay, even though they didn't know who Jokic was yet, they were dreaming of him being that kind of player one day. Yeah, the like, guy, the guy, a, this this European phenom with soft hands who could touch, whoa, uh, who, with touch passes, <laughs> who could step outside and shoot, who could do it all. He'd put on the weight. He could be a physical presence. He'd be, and and none of that happened here. Hmm. And he has found himself a nice yeah. role in Washington, but it's not. It's not well, New York. It's not what people thought, and it's not New York. And it's a nice basketball town, and but it's it's he wanted it to work here. It didn't. It was a great trade. It worked out. I think from it's just not for him. I don't think right now. I've heard some rumblings. Of course, you know now that it's the off season, every player that could possibly be a free agent or be traded is going to come to the Knicks. I've seen some people say that they would give KP a shot here again. Yeah. I, I don't know if the Knicks would go down that road again. I don't know why. Just something about the way that it... And it's completely different at this point. I mean, who's there left that was there for well, that decision? The, the thing was just his brother and Phil going at it. Right. right. You know. Ask Phil. 
But also, great moment. Also, it's a different team, and he's a different player. Yes. They if, if they had another piece, like let me put it this way, Don. If, if the right team came together, and he was a piece that potentially made sense, sure, I I, I certainly could see something happening. Peter, we haven't mentioned it a lot, but the French Open's going on. Yeah, I haven't really paid attention yet, even though Don spoke up my tennis love earlier. Yeah, but um, Coco Goff had something interesting to say after one of her matches. Um, love Coco. And uh, she's a Heat fan. Um, oh. About an offer from Jimmy Butler? He offered me tickets to see the postseason, and I said, uh, I won't be here. I'll be in um, Madrid and, and then Rome and then France. And then he said, okay, no, when we make the finals, let me know if your family wants some tickets. So this is before we lost to the Hawks for the first play-in game. When he sent me that, I knew we were making the finals because he didn't say if we make the finals. He said when we make the finals. So now that he, he were in the finals, uh, I can say that story. How don't you love this guy? He, he you have to. I'm sorry, Don. He he is he is becoming. Uh, people have been posting more videos too of like him doing things with like on like you know the local FS like you know Florida whatever that channel the 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 Florida Fox channel is like little clips of him generally how just wonderful and funny and cool a guy he is. It's hard not to fall in love with Jimmy Buckets. It really is. I'll be a tremendous story. It really would be. But like, here's the thing. I know we'd spend a lot of time, you know, we have entire networks dedicated to talking about ifs and, and if my if was a spliff. But if Jimmy Butler somehow won the title, you guys agree, Don, he elevates to another class of player that he hasn't well, been. Well, here's the thing. Would he become Hall of Fame? No, I'm just wondering, would, you know, usually players like that, you saw it with Wade, when they won in 06, he's like in every commercial, like, would he get to that level where he started he being more He has a couple commer- commercials now. But would it really, like, explode like it would for, like, any other superstar who won his first title? Like, could he get, because I don't think he's a super, superstar, he's not LeBron, he's not Jordan, he's not Jokic, he's not at that level, but could this put him at that level, or just because of the story? And how he's a good-looking guy. He's a great, that, that, a great story that you might see him in a ton oh, of commercials I, I, and becoming that guy. I one hundred percent believe that if they were to win the title, he's the Finals MVP. First of all, um, Anthony, I, I, I do think you start having Hall of Fame conversation on Jimmy Butler. I, I, I think, think I think to. you already can be, but you certainly do. And on top of that, I think he starts getting the big-time star treatment. And it'll be really interesting because this is a guy who's in year uh, 11 of his mm-hmm. career. He'd be heading into year 12, yeah. and all it's, of a sudden would be a different guy. And honestly, Peter, I mean, LeBron's not done yet. But you're, you, you've seen it already. It's a shame, but you know, Jokic isn't moving the needle. The bigger story when the Nuggets knocked off the Lakers was Jordan. Right, the cameras were on Jokic for like 13 seconds, and the next thing you knew, it was following LeBron, and then LeBron threatening to retire. Like it just became more the Lakers lost than the Nuggets won because yeah. the Nuggets aren't sexy, Jokic isn't sexy, Heat are sexy, Butler's sexy, dead. So, dead. Uh, again, no no conspiracy theories, but I think the NBA offices are hoping that Butler and Miami win. It's a bigger story, and I just think that that can usher in, all right, you know, in the meantime, we've got this guy, Jimmy Butler, Miami Heat. 
it's it's a, it's a sellable thing as we are now entering a, a new world of all right, who's the next superstar in this sport? Not just on the court, but also from a market standpoint. Don, I've got a problem, and oh, we're in the, well, we're in the uh, same room, so let's, let's take care. Peter's of it. over there. I, I wanted to say I have a story for Peter mm-hmm. because the Penguins did something that today. Yes, but is he really a Penguins fan? Yeah, he's a fan. We're still trying to get him to be an Islander fan, correct? I I don't know if he knows that this happened today. He might not. So let's let's share it with him, all right? Shall we? All right, let's do it. All right, Peter. I know they they brought in a boss, right? Oh, there's a new guy. Oh no, but Peter, this this has New York ties to it and everything. So Maple Leaf GM Kyle Dubas has now been hired to lead the Penguins' hockey operations. He's 37 years old. Here's why this is interesting, because as you know, Peter, the Rangers fired head coach Gerard Gallant, and they have not found. A head coach yet. Okay. There is speculation. There was speculation that Sheldon Keefe, who is the Maple Leafs head coach, would come along with Dubis, which would then take Mike Sullivan out of Pittsburgh, and then Mike Sullivan, the former, ben, uh, the former, I want to call him offensive coordinator, down, but assistant coach that assistant handled coach the power play right, for the Tortorella, Rangers, yeah. right under Tortorella, would come back to the Rangers. Mm-hmm. Well, let's listen to what Kyle Dubis said in his introductory press conference today about why he came to Pittsburgh. Through the course of this process, I had the chance to speak with Coach Sullivan and Sidney Crosby. I thought that those were very important people for me to get a real deep sense of where they felt the organization was at and where it would be going so that I knew coming in where they felt the Penguins were at and what they felt the Penguins would need for somebody in this role. Those conversations, a number of conversations with Coach Sullivan, but also the conversation with Sid were paramount in my decision to come here. They're some of the best competitors in hockey. Obviously, Mike Sullivan's record as a coach and Sydney's as a player speak for themselves and that is one of the most exciting parts about coming here to Pittsburgh to work with the people that are up with me here but also every single day on the hockey operations side. Well, Peter, if you like Coach Sully, it doesn't sound like he's going anyway. It's really hard to let him go after you sold it that well (laughs) how much you love him. Like, how do you then turn around and say, yeah, we didn't think he was the right guy. But I picked his brain. I was excited to work with him but then after thinking about it for five minutes I said, you know what? Let's get him the hell out of here. I said, I'm good, But, But to tie it locally, what are they waiting for? Laviolette's there. He's got a great resume. Are they waiting for Joel Quinville to get cleared by the National Hockey League? Because if it was the, every every story, Peter has they're leaning towards Laviolette. He's the favorite. So we all thought, well, Dubis is supposed to go to Pittsburgh. Maybe if Sullivan gets let go, they'll go there. That's off the table. What are they waiting for? You know, uh, Larry Brooks is reporting they might interview Patrick Waugh. I'm good. Matt Patrick Waugh is a big name, but is he a big coach? I have a sneaking suspicion. I'm not saying they're going to hire Quinville. But, Peter, is it fair to say it's possible that they want to get him cleared so they can at least bring him in for an interview? Uh, Why not? That that seems fair. That's worth the wait. Right now, there'll be rumblings, and it's a PR hit that you would take. But he's a three-time Stanley Cup champion. Why wouldn't you bring him in for an interview? Because now you're not going to do anything. The, the, not the, with the cup starting. No, no. The, the media media days tomorrow yeah. in Vegas. The series starts on Saturday. They're not hiring anybody for the next two and a half weeks now. So, I think that's what they're waiting on to at least see if he clears and at least bring him in for an interview. All right. Well, uh, let me just make one more note as one I close more. out Ian just one here. more. Presented by D'Agostino and Associates, the injury firm, almost 35 years of getting accident victims every dollar they deserve. Offices throughout New York and New Jersey. 888-24-LAW-24. D'Agostino, bite back. Um, I wanted to dedicate this ENN. Um, to my uncle Tommy, okay. who passed away uh, earlier this week. 
uh, at the age of 94, I believe. Wow, I didn't realize, 94. So we're talking about marriages, Peter. Um, mm-hmm. My Uncle Tommy was married to my Aunt Helen for 67 years, Ooh. and they were together for 70 70. So that is not something that you hear about often. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just wanted to give um, a shout out to her. I know she's going through a tough time. And to my Uncle Tommy, rest in peace. Well, that, is, that is really nice to hear. 70 years is... That, that's incredible. Unheard of. Well, you did him proud with a terrific ENN. You really did. You brought well, it you today. You brought it today. No, you brought it today. You brought it. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN.